Kicking Assets podcast, where we give the opportunity every week to fill your footy boots as we tackle the intersection of finance and football. I'm Z, aka the Reluctant Accountant. Yes, I'm a real accountant, not a spicy one. Um, Although it depends who's asking, obviously. Um, And I will be bringing you the stories and information about deals and numbers that happen off the pitch to give you some insight and context to what's happening on the field. And here is my esteemed co-host... Ricky. What's going on, Z? I am definitely not an accountant, um, <laughs> but I'm a radio DJ. But more importantly to this podcast, I'm a massive sports fan. And more importantly, I'm a massive football fan, which is why I'm here to kind of like, you know, just help fill in the little gaps maybe like, along the way, if that's possible. I don't think it's going to be the gaps that you're filling in. I think you're going to be contributing quite a lot, actually. <laughs> and, I, and I'm here for it because me trying to wade my, wade my way through football news is just, is just a disaster. Well, listen, this is why I'm here. I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay, we're, we're, we're ready. So are we all relaxed? Are we good to go? I'm relaxed. I've got my water down here. Wow. I've got, we've got our two esteemed producers over there. Stay and nice. hydrate. Stay hydrated. We're good, man. We're good. We're good to go. Oh, okay, okay. You know what, though? I'm not just going to lie. We just did that with the left hand. And we're in Brixton. Rastam, I know like that. So, yeah, you see what I'm saying? Like, Okay, anyway. Um, so, yeah, so what we're going to do today is we're going to go through. Um, I'm going to give you a little story about something financy and football-y and try to make it a little spicy or sexy. And um, and then we're going to get into the news, what's been going on in the, during the transfer window. I think Wicked. it's a good time to talk about football. Um, and, yeah, we can get stuff kicked off. So are you ready, calm, relaxed? We're going to go for it? Let's rock. Okay, cool. So, obviously, as it's the first episode, <laughs> I'm thinking, like, let me go over the transfer window stuff, right? Do it, do it. So be, obviously, be gentle. Be gentle with be us. Ge- let me ease people in. <laughs> obviously, I always use Vaseline. So what I'm saying... <laughs> so, um... <laughs> Keep that in. <laughs> what I'm saying, obviously, for those, you know, Maggie season fans, mm. they already know what's going on when it's the um, transfer window. Mm-hmm. They don't need me to explain it. That's fine. But we're talking to everybody. Okay, and uh, also a lot of them may not know that, you know, 20 years ago, this system wasn't in place. So Mm -hmm. at the time, players could be traded up until the 31st of March every year. And it was chaos. It wasn't chaos. They managed to get through it. But it's actually a little bit mad because, you know, what? when I was when I was in primary school, I I was a baller. I I don't know if I I mentioned this to you, man. But yeah, 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 I I could. But you play, yeah? Two ball, you get what, what position did you play? Listen, don't ask me my questions. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, I don't know why you're doing this. This is not an interview, okay? So basically, but I used to play. Listen, if you went to my primary school, tell tell me. Yeah? Listen, ball. I had I had uh, uh, I, I had a little two-two moves and I used to be blasting people in their face. It was, it was a fun time. Teppers, right, yeah, cool. so you know what it is, and it's like, you know the man in the playground that were glory hunters, and they're playing on a side, yeah, and as I was losing, and all of a sudden they're like yeah, yeah, no, I was on that team anyway, da-da-da-da. <laughs> That's what the league would be like, do you know what I mean? Because, like, basically, you think about it, if you're, like, a really good player and you're on a team and they're losing, come end the league, you're like, hmm, all right, cool, my man's winning, yeah, let me see if I can get in some negotiations, yeah. quickly go over there, whatever. Those glory hunters, I'm telling you, they didn't grow up, they just got bigger and they started playing football. <laughs> so this is the thing. So they can't have that. It's a little bit chaotic to have people kind of going back and forward you know, um, throughout the throughout the league, because yeah. also 
on the reverse of that, you could also have clubs that are like got a bit of money, they're going for the yeah. title. Yeah. The losing clubs, they've got some star players. They'll just be poaching all the players. Yeah, I, I, if I'm honest, I actually preferred it when it was like that. Ooh, OK, just, just savage. As, as a fan, it was nice to know that at any given moment, mm. a player could leave or join a club. I used to like that. Mm. So, um, but that's just me from Listen, back in the Listen, that's savage. Day. However, yeah. if you look at it from uh, uh, the perspective of like a, a smaller team, say, yeah. that's fighting relegation, you can get a bigger team coming in like midway through the season yeah. and, and poach your best player. No, it's madness. And that's not fair. No, it isn't fair. And I think I think it's one of those things that you kind of give with one hand and take away with the yeah. other. Because obviously there's that excitement of like, oh my God, who who's going to take him or whatever. Yeah, but there's yeah. also like, no, give the little guy a chance. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Not capitalism everywhere. Do you know what I mean? Like <laughs> no, we need no. to ease off. So it's really funny that obviously they had that system. They brought this in and it was actually like a little deal with the European Commission to bring some like contract stability to players and clubs. Right. So it's like we got these two transfer windows, summer and winter. That's when all of all of the deals get done. However, the winter transfer window, so the one that opens, I think it's January 1st. Yeah. Is for me a waste of time. Mainly because you've got, you've got a lot of players who have already played like, you know, three or four months for their mm, club. Mm, mm. They can be cup-tied, which means that they can't play in certain competitions if they do move. Mm. So... So it, you're saying you're going in for just a big summer bang? I prefer the, the, the summer transfer window, the one that we're in now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the, that's the one for the big dogs. Okay, cool. So if you're listening, Ricky has said we need to get rid of that winter thing. He's there not on go. it. He's there not on go. it. There so there, sorted. <laughs> That'll be done. Like, just, just give it a few minutes. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, no, so I, I think actually I can see what you're saying. And, and, and you don't hear as much about the winter transfer window. No. It's not as big of a deal. It's do you know not. what I mean? It's not. And I think... Yeah, so I think it's interesting what you say, but I guess they have it to kind of space things out. And also, you imagine, though, being tied into your job for your, like, whole contract. <laughs> like, you're, they're like, no, nah, man, you can't leave. There's no notice period. They yeah, can't be yeah. on guard and leave nothing. It's just, yeah. like, you're there things, and you stay. Things do happen in that transfer window. Obviously, mm. you might have, you know, my team, I support Liverpool, um, and then we had, we had a... Listen, <laughs> listen, listen. No, I'm L-I-V-E-R-P, double Liverpool FC. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like you, you might get a, a situation where your team might have a lot of injuries, unforeseen yeah. injuries. You mm -hmm. know, people don't, people can't like, you know, account for that. Um, so the January transfer window then comes in handy because mm. you might need to draw somebody in, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and bolster your your squad. So it's good for things like that. Yeah, yeah, like kind of little, yeah. yeah, like a. But for your marquee signings, it's rare. Although we did sign one of our best players ever, Virgil Van Dijk, in the January transfer window. So I'm chatting. So, yeah, basically, you're just trying to bite the hand that feeds you, innit? Like, the hand that caresses you and makes you feel good about football. You're like, you know what? I don't want it. I want us to struggle until this summer. This is what you want. OK, so ignore what he said before. He actually really loves the winter transfer window. No, but you know what was really funny for me? Like, when I was, like, younger, uh, which was obviously just yesterday, um, I used to... <laughs> I, um, I, you know, you hear, obviously, players bought and swapped and whatever. Yep. But I always used to get confused about this like whole free transfer thing. And I was like, rah, their manager's mm. free. They're like, wow, yep, yep, like bargain yep. basement. I was thinking like <laughs> Poundland thing. Obviously now I know as a fully formed adult that I know it's, it's like, yeah, that's what I thought. I was like, they're just rubbish, isn't it? They're just free. That's it. Like they'll just give them away because they don't even want them I understand them anymore. what you think that because like if somebody's going for free, you're like, well, why are they free? Why yeah. Does, why does no one want to pay no, for there's them? There's no value. There's no value Yeah, there. exactly. But yeah, it's, obviously it's more, there's more intricacies to it. It's, yeah. And it's more about like fee free, isn't it? It's like there's yeah, no fee. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. So, because th the funny thing is, I, I, I was looking in, and I'm going to say it right. Go on. The Bozeman ruling. Go on. Did I, did I do it? Nailed it. The Bozeman ruling. <laughs> yeah. Bozeman or Bosman? Bosman. Oh, what was it? It was wrong, wasn't it? You know I mean, what? like, you know, 
I, you know, I'm, Let's I'm, run that bit back. I'm not a linguist. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Jean-Marc Bosman. Okay. No, but on a real, he was Belgian. I actually don't know if it is Bosman. Everyone says Bosman, but it might be Bosman. Bosman. Okay. Bossman. Yeah. <laughs> the Bossman ruling don't have nothing to do with Morley's, actually. And it happened in 1995. Okay, so quickly, because I actually did a video about this. And um, basically, obviously in 1995, they had the Bossman, Bosman, Bosman yeah. ruling, um, which changed the game of football. Absolutely. I think I think most football fans will agree that it was something that was kind of fundamentally changed how everything... But the madness behind it, I know why he... So some people don't like what happened afterwards. But the madness behind it, this man's playing at Liege, right? Yep. yep. He's coming to the end of his contract and he's like, boom, I want to bounce. Yeah? Yep. yep. So he, he and plus talks with Dunkirk. Right. Where they had a war. There was another war over his transfer. <laughs> Liege was like, yeah, yeah, we need a billion pounds. It wasn't pounds and it wasn't even euros because they weren't on that at that time. But like, I don't know what it was, but it was a lot of money and Dunkirk yeah. were not on that. That's right. So the whole thing fell through and my man became a slave. Yes. A slave. He took a 70% pay cut and he just... And he's actually poor now. Shout out to you, innit? <laughs> anyway, but like... Is he really? Yeah, no he's way. a little bit broke. I'm I not going to lie. And I read an article, possibly a bit bitter. Wow. I'm so sorry. Wow. Um, in fairness, though, that, that, that period of time in the football kind of like, you know, landscape... There wasn't as much money as there is now. So. No, there wasn't, and I think that. But, he, but that that situation that happened with him allowed the money to, to flourish. Be a, yeah, a lot of, and also sponsors came in, That's and right. and as you will as you will be aware, as an expert in that field, the three <laughs> plus two ruling uh, got got rid of. You know what was really funny about that? So three plus two is obviously you can only have a maximum of three foreign players, and two uh, two of them have to be youth graduates from Home the growing, academy, yeah, yeah. which is good. We like to to help the youth. Okay. <laughs> Children are the future. <laughs> so, um, but we like to do that. But you know what was really funny is that I was looking into it and like England got shafted by that because mm. Scotland and Wales were considered foreign countries. So yep. if you had two, two men from Wales, yep. that's it, isn't it? They're taking up like... 60% yep. of your... Do you know what I mean? You can't even get a little Schwave no. or whatever. And no Zidane. And I, what I would say as well, the, the English game, the national game, mm. suffered from that because obviously, mm. like you mentioned like off-camera before, it meant that like the English players weren't getting that opportunity to like flourish in the teams, yeah. which meant that the national team suffered massively at major tournaments and whatnot, which we've seen over the years oh. of England getting knocked out in the quarterfinals every time. Every time. <coughs> England quite, men. Up until quite recently. England men. The lionesses. They know what they're heavy. doing. That's why they're the hunters. Heavy. You understand? Heavy, so, heavy. Um, yeah, so I, so I feel like it was just a very interesting time. And I think when you're thinking about transfers and whatever, and we were talking about this before, about, like, for me, interesting transfers, it, it's just so funny because it's like there's football and then there's the deals behind it. There's the business yeah. behind it. Yep. And one that I have to talk about was David Beckham. I because, mean, huge. Because you might not know this, right? But David Beckham and I, there's, we've got like a little affinity, yeah? Okay, okay. Because obviously, as I mentioned to you, I was, I'm a bit of a baller. I was or whatever. So he got his free kick thing from me. That's, that's, Are you right or left-footed? Uh, listen, I, you ask a lot of questions. <laughs> like, you're, you're moving like the FBI. Like David Beckham was right-footed. Listen, it doesn't matter. <laughs> what matters is that we're... And also, he had, like, a movie named in his honour, as did yeah, I. Yeah, Obviously, yeah, his yeah. is Bendit Like Beckham. Yeah. Mine being... It was... 
the accountant. Oh, yes, yes. Obviously, because yes, I'm an accountant. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll kill you. <laughs> so, you know, like, it worked. I, obviously, I'm not a white man. I know I'm not Ben Affleck, people. Like, I know that, but I also... Good film, though. Good yeah, film. exactly. So, that's what I'm saying. And I also, I have that in me. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's a dark side. I can see that about you. Thank man. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so, yeah, we both, you know, inspired really big blockbusters. Um, so, shout out to us, innit? <laughs> Dave. <laughs> so, um, but, um, so, yeah, so David Beckham, he goes over, um, end of his, coming to the end of his four-year contract, was 37 million, and he seems to take this, like, really big pay cut and go, oh. leaves Los Merengues. Again, do you say Los Merengues? He leaves Los <laughs> Merengues, he leaves Real Madrid, and he goes over to um, LA Galaxy, mm -hmm. and he's getting about six million a year, right? which seems ridiculous. Yeah. But this is where the business comes in. Damn. I love it, and I love it, because it's like, he also negotiated with this contract that he had a percentage of revenue. And it wasn't just a percentage of like, oh, ticket sales. It was everything. See, I didn't know that at the time. All I heard mm. at the time in my brain was David Beckham's leaving Real Madrid. He's going to the MLS, which it, was, it wasn't even... It wasn't what it is today. No, yeah, it exactly. Wasn't. But all I heard was 250 million, five years contract, and at the end of it, he gets a franchise. That's all I heard. So, so that, so he did end up getting that. And like, when I say percentage of everything, I said even hot dogs. Yeah, wow. that was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, wow. the man love hot dogs in America, wow. innit? So wow. on that alone, he was hitting 220. You get me? So like, after that, it was just, it was easy. So he, yeah, he got, obviously it was the 250 over the five years, but the smart thing about that, and this is why me and David, like we bet on our own source, innit? <laughs> Like, that, we're the same. I'm telling you, we're the same. You don't know it yet. Like, he just... He might have blocked me. But anyway, so, like, the thing is, he 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 bet on himself, and he knew the value that he brought to the MLS. Yep. Do you know what I mean? Major League Soccer, for those people that don't know. Um, he knew the value that he would bring to that thing. And so... At the time, he was arguably the biggest footballer in terms of profile on the planet, and obviously one of the biggest stars on the planet 100 well. and also uh, as part of that brand beckham like Absolutely. it was just something that was quite phenomenal and yeah. i and i really rate that about them in terms of like knowing what you have and how to kind of really capitalize on that yeah. and so when he did this so when he he negotiated this deal and the deal was upon retirement he would be able to um buy into the mls uh, franchise a franchise team or whatever for um for 23 million now from the mls Point of view that was a good deal at the time because like toronto fc had just been come in for like eight million so 23 is, right. is loads more yeah, yeah okay but wendy wendy rustas came <laughs> home okay by the time he had gone and injected his david beckhamness into mls yeah. now i think it was march 2020 when they've gone in i think they're valued at the 10th most valuable franchise i think wow. it's like 580 something million you know 24 times the That's 23 insane. million like it really is into into miami okay well done you well done david um so they've done he's done really well and i love that foresight and i think when you bet on yourself it's like it's, it's different do you know why it's crazy as well because obviously david beckham he bet on himself he knew that he was bringing so much to the team and to the to the league yeah. in, in itself as well and he was one of the first footballers to do that like to, to have mm. their, have a brand that kind of transcended sport yeah and down the down the years now we've seen other players try and do that and emulate that cristiano ronaldo's done that yeah. as well yeah uh, Lionel messi They've got massive brands, Neymar, we can name loads. Um, and it's gone full circle because Lionel Messi has now joined Inter Miami, which is just I know, which is beautiful, moment. which is yeah. which is simpatico. I love the like synchronicity. You know what what I was gonna also say is it's a model that actually they'd figured out in the US a long time yes. ago. So if you think about 
when you man were young, because not me, but like <laughs> obviously you had like Michael Jordan. <laughs> me, I'm very young, the you know. Fired every other sentence. I love it. <laughs> when you when you old man were were wee nippers, okay? You remember things like Space Jam, you know, or yes. you'd remember, you know, like those 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 kind of, and also even like people that you wouldn't really know about now, but like Alan Iversons and stuff like yeah. that from the NBA that yeah. they had their AI thing going, yeah. and that was. Again, I don't know the intricacies of those deals, but again, it's about that brand. It's it like is about that brand. And fun fact: mm. David Beckham uh, famously wore the number seven at Manchester United when he went to uh, Real Madrid. Twenty-three. He chose twenty-three yeah. because of Jordan. Michael Jordan. Thank you. you thank you. you. I know. I know. That was good. That was good. That was yeah, good. Yeah. Yeah. Thank, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> he told me before he was going to do that. He was like, what? "Z, what do you think?" He was like, he was asking me, so I was like. Yeah. I think it's a good look. Great look. You know, uh, I just think it just was a really, it was a really good deal. It was a really fascinating deal. He ended up, obviously, he bet on himself. And, and it's one of those things, I think, in, in other places as well, you, you take the royalties, don't you? Mm. You, you go for the royalties, even yeah. if you're broke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bet on yourself. Yeah. But believe in your source. And that's what he did. And if, if I'm honest, you know, he took the MLS from being, you know, like a league that was, wasn't really regarded as anything on the spectrum of the football yeah, 100%. league. Um, and then you saw players like Stephen Gerrard go there, Robbie Keane went there, various other players that come, maybe coming to the end of their careers, yeah. not going at the height of their career, but you're still getting decent names going to the yeah. league and kind of like boosting it. So David Beckham effect, it was well, good. Yeah, shout out to my man David Beckham, well done. We did good. Um, so... Transfer window. We are transfer here. Transfer window. What is going Summer down? Summer transfer window. Summer transfer it's window. the one we like. The one he likes, apart from in the winter when you get the best players. Okay. So, obviously, um, there's been a, a good few transfers so far. I think for me, at the moment, the big story mm -hmm. is Chelsea FC. Okay. And mainly because uh, about a year ago, there was a big you know, a big hoo-ha around their owner, Roman Abramovich. Mm -hmm. He had links with, you know, like, political links. Allegedly. Whatnot. Allegedly. Okay. And uh, he had to sell the club. Mm -hmm. He sold the club. A guy called Toboli comes in, and he's an American. Mm -hmm. He's coming with, like, a whole different mindset. Mm -hmm. He's got, like, a whole different way of doing things. And he just goes on a massive spending spree mm -hmm. and buys a lot of players. Mm -hmm. Like, we're talking an unusual amount of players that he's bought for, for the team. So what do you think about this? Because I, like, obviously this is not a red pill podcast, <laughs> but if it were, we could talk about sugar daddies. And essentially, <laughs> what these men are, are sugar daddies for these clubs. Yeah, but, you know... Is that not unfair? It is unfair, but it, that's football, and that's that's just the landscape of... Like, so you feel like the poorer team should be just doing OnlyFans? I mean... <laughs> <laughs> I'm figuring it out. If it's going to bring in the peas. <laughs> okay, Ricky says, you, you man need to money. get your OnlyFans OF being those Twitter replies, being like, oh, I think she's cute. Like that. Check my page up. No, but, but, it, but it, 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 it does. And it's one of those things that speaks back to the Bosman, Bosman, Bosman ruling yep. with this kind of injection of wealth and injection of money that yep. comes into it. And you increase these disparities. And the issue is, the issue is, whilst it is exciting, there's money, if you didn't have that money, the players would still want to play, right? They would. They so, would. so there's there's an argument that the money could be better distributed down 
to the grassroots clubs. Absolutely. And uh, I, I agree with that wholeheartedly, mm. but that's just not the way that it works. That's not the way of the world, is it? And so, so this, this you're just going to have to be happy with quarterfinals. That's what I'm saying. But, but go, go ahead, go ahead. So Tom Bowley's come in. He's bought an obscene amount of players. He's bought players that, you know, they didn't really need, in my opinion. Mm. Um, some called it a scattergun approach to, okay. to, to kind of the transfer market. And he's ended up with a, an inflated squad, a squad that's too mm. big to manage because he's got you've got too many players, so you can't they can't all play. Mm. So you've got unrest in the dressing room. Mm. Um, he's now also got the situation of trying to claw back like the balance sheet, trying trying to trying to balance mm. things out. He's trying to like not get fined by FFP, financial fair play. Yeah. Yep. So he's had to sell a lot of players in this transfer window to try and balance the books. Right. So that's why we've seen a mass exodus of players from Chelsea. Mm. So the likes of who went, uh, Kai Havertz has gone to Arsenal. Um, Kula Bale has mm. gone to Saudi Arabia. Uh, Angola Kante has gone to Saudi Arabia. Mason Mount's going to Manchester United. That's not done yet, but it probably will be by this time mm. this goes out. Um, and I think from that. He's made about just over 100, 120 million just from those transfers, like 70 million here, 60 million there, 25 million there. Um, so, yeah, we're, we're, well, looking, we're looking at we're looking at the the, the whole situation of overspending yeah. and then trying to draw it back. Because... But, but, that, but that is interesting as well, because you mentioned about kind of evening out the balance sheet. And I think and correct me if I'm wrong here, the FFP, they've got some salary cap per se, but there's a rule about spending in terms of like a percentage of your revenue yeah. or something like this. Yeah, I mean, as as a fan, I'm not... I'm, mm. I'm not an accountant. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> me neither. God, I hate them. But from what I gather, it's quite wishy-washy like you can you can get but that's but FFP that's what i'm thinking so easily. yeah so what i'm saying because obviously um and i think we've discussed this before but you know with the nba and they've got the and, and nfl they've got their salary, salary caps, caps and it's very very much defined yeah. and, it, and it works for the structure of those those yeah. leagues because they're not like us there's no relegation promotion nope. it's just which franchise. is wild to me it is really wild i, I literally I only so learned dead. that you, so dead. no but you know what it's also kind of exciting because your team will actually have a chance because if you for example support liverpool no i'm joking but if you support <laughs> Like a, <laughs> but if you support a team that perhaps doesn't ever have a chance, especially because of the way the structure of the draft is, there's a chance that your team can touch silver. Yeah, that's true. However, I think if there's no jeopardy of ever being relegated, mm. then what are you fighting for? If you're if you're if you're uh, a team that's like say, let's talk about. The, the team that Stormzy and Zaha mm -hmm. have just bought, mm -hmm. they're like in a league that I don't even know. Like, but I mean, it's Croydon. What did you expect? Listen, you. No don't, don't disrespect Croydon. Don't disrespect Croydon. You know, I, true, I, don't come for you, you know, don't come I mean, I'm ready. Come you, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> but they're, they're, there's a pyramid system that would allow them, mm. if they're successful enough, yeah. that they can climb that pyramid and they could make it to the top of the tree. They could. In, in theory. In, in theory. Yeah. But the, it, the hope is what drives us. Right? Yeah. That, that's why we support teams. That's, that's the, it's the hope. It's the hope of it. Yeah, if yeah, that yeah. hope isn't there, what's the point? If I'm, if, I'm a, if I'm an owner of a team and I know that we can never get relegated, I don't know why I'd be... If, if I'm an owner, you're going to mm. like that. Mm. But as, as a fan... You want, to, you want the chance to be able to, to elevate yourself and to get higher up the But tree. then that's why they have, you know, like, because they do have their, like, playoffs and everything else like that. And it is quite exciting. Yeah, playoffs are fine. You I know, like the playoffs. Um, the playoffs are cool. And I, and I, I just think, like, and, and if you take it to, for example, the Jordan story, where um, they, Chicago Bulls didn't do very well before they got Jordan, but because yep. they didn't do well... They got to pick him, and yep. you know he was like third pick. That I year like that. Like, I like the draft pick. I yeah. like that. The, the, the best players go to like the teams that aren't performing so well. I mm. like that. That's a good idea. But it also it also means that 
across the team, they're better paid because the, mm. the modest, the average players have access to money that would have otherwise go to the star. There's more money available. Yep, yep. Um, but it's interesting, obviously, and I think we've discussed this before in terms of how players sit on the balance sheet in the UK. So yep. players, obviously, what will happen is if you, you've bought a player and you've, you spoke about him getting all this money in, but actually it's a transfer of assets. So on those... Yep those new clubs, they'll have these assets. And what, what happens, and players are quite unique um, in that they are employees, um, even though they can't just put in their one-month notice anymore <laughs> and just leave, because Ricky wants to just leave whenever you can. But you can't. You have to wait to leave. But they are um, employees. They, they, they are employees of the club, but they're also assets. So, yeah. And the difference is normally if you have an employee, it goes through the P&L, the profit and yeah. loss, their wages, you go through and it's an expense. Assets. Uh, they they generate money. Absolutely. I mean, I know all of you know what assets are because you've read Rich Dad Poor Dad, but there's other things <laughs> that go on as well in terms of an accounting. And 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 they sit and they're depreciated over the life of their contract. So yes. and that's how it's expressed, which is interesting because young players that come up through the youth academy, they're they're valued at zero. They have no value. Yeah, and they I, I think this is why we get a lot of up using Chelsea mm. as an example as well at the moment. There's a player there called Mason Mount. He's uh, a product of their academy system. Mm. He's made it to the first team. He went out on loan. He came back, made it to the first team. He's an England international. But because Todd Bowley has gone out and bought all of these players, mm. he's now seeing an influx of players coming in who are on much bigger wages than him, than him just because they've come from somewhere yeah, else. Yeah. And he's going, well... I should be on parity with them. And mm. they're going, well, we don't really have to pay you that because you're already here. Mm. We didn't pay anything for you. So, yeah. sorry. So he's going, well, then I'll leave. <laughs> and that's that's how it kind of like works. But it's interesting as well because, I mean, I I, I didn't take my my football career professional. Um, <laughs> I just decided to give other people a chance. You should have. I know, man. I know, right? I mean, I've still got time. I've still got time. I'm very young. So it's really interesting what you were saying because it, it, it's something that I recognise from the corporate structure. You know, yeah. there's an up or out culture where it's yeah. like you ever get a big pay rise or whatever. There's no there's no job for life, you know? Yeah, we're moving. True. I'm moving like a baller in the finance sector. Don't worry. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> pay me the money or I'm a go. So, but 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 I, I think that is interesting and I, and, I, and, I, and I think also inherently unfair. Like, you know, if I'm... Yeah good enough i should be able to command this this you know x amount of money yeah i think in terms of homegrown players they only really get paid what they're you know what they're worth mm. when somebody comes in for them sure and there's a risk of losing that asset mm. or if it's blatantly obvious like it's a generational talent yeah. and then that's yeah. when they get paid the, the mm. big bucks so yeah that's what i would have been so yeah, I, guess. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why you're laughing <laughs> You know what? Please, you man, you man from Peckham that knew me in it. No, I was a baller. Like, tell tell these people they're just rude at this point. Um, so yeah, so you you've spoken about Chelsea. Um, what what else is what else is going on? Uh, okay, so there's um, a player called Ruben Neves. He left uh, Wolverhampton Wanderers. Um, he was being courted by Barcelona. Um, European superpower, one mm -hmm. of the best teams in you know in the land, um, and he decided off the back of uh, an offer coming in from Saudi Arabia, oh. a new league, like a new a, a league that's kind of like on the up to go there and triple his wages. So he's he's only twenty six, mm -hmm. so he's still about to hit the peak of yeah, his powers. Yeah. So it's to me as a fan, it's wild to see somebody uh, at the peak of their powers could have gone to a European superpower mm. and won like many honours, but it's decided to take the money. Now, I mean, if it was me, money, I would have money, money, money. Well. But, but I don't have that talent and I, yeah. I would want to win. I think mm. you get into football 
I, I assume, mm. because you want to you want to win things, and I, he's not going to do that in Saudi Arabia. You know what you say to that. the level of what he could. I, and I, I I I I get that because obviously, especially growing up in the UK, and people don't do it as much anymore. But I grew up when people would like play football in the streets and stuff like yeah. that, and there was always like a you know some kid coming home from school with a ball in, at their feet. Yeah. I saw, I don't even know who this is. I need to go back and look it up. But I saw this this dude, um, he plays in the um, NBA. Right. And I don't know, he's like Eastern European or whatever. This man has no, like, he's just like, well, who likes their job like this? Like, it's, he's so, <laughs> yeah. he's so, and, and he just doesn't care. And and so actually, it is a job to them. Like, we think of it as like, you know, this vocation, this some calling players or whatever. Are, some players are, yeah. players are human beings at the end of the day. And there are some players that are just like, like, I know a player who shall, remain nameless, who says, I, I'm i just good at football. I don't mm. like football. I'll come in and be like, did you see the game at the weekend? And they'd be like, bro, I, I don't watch games. Like, I don't I actually this. like it. Yeah. Like, I'm, I was just okay at it, and mm. I made a career out of it. So, but I'm not a football it's, fan. It's just a really funny thing, I think, especially when you are a football fan, to look and be like, what? I would love to do that. Not me, obviously, because I, yeah, I just yeah. turned it down myself. But like for other people watching, yeah. that that's their dream. And people are like, oh, it's just a job, isn't yeah, it? Like yeah. I'm just yeah. hopefully I can get my sick pay and all. you know, <laughs> like that kind of like it's just a very funny thing, I think. As well. And as I well. think, um, yeah. So it's really interesting that you you were saying that about um, about the situation of going to Saudi Arabia. I find it interesting how when choices like that are made, everybody gets on their moral high ground yeah, about do. things. They do, you they know? do, they do. Well, obviously, there's a there's a situation at the moment. Obviously, we had a similar situation with China. There was a Chinese mm. kind of Super League mm. a few years ago where there was an influx of a lot of money and they were poaching or luring players mm. over there for, like, ridiculous amounts of money. Even before that, there was a Russian League that had a lot of money in it as well that was doing a similar thing. I think the Saudi League, if you look at... Um, you know, that, that region of the world and how they're infiltrating sport across the board. Mm. They're, they're, they're doing it with, with boxing. Mm. Um, a lot of big boxing fights are, are going to Saudi Arabia. There's a Saudi Arabian Grand Prix. And now they're doing football as yeah. well. So some people are saying it's, a, it's kind of like a way of kind of, you know, moving the eyes of what people don't like about that region in terms of, mm. like, you know, like, human rights issues and whatnot, mm. and kind of getting their, their eyes away from that and going, yeah, but, hey, we've got all this money, come and play football for us, or mm. we can put on the best Grand Prix, or we yeah. can put on the best boxing matches. Some people might say that. That's not for debate. I mean, and the thing is, I think, I think there is an argument you can make about that, but I think we live in a capitalist world. Mm. There is no ethical consumption under capitalism. Agreed. And I think also there's, there, there tends to be a lot of brouhaha come up when these things, you know, like when you mentioned that region of the world and whatever. Yeah. But actually, like, like he who's without sin cast the first stone. What's Catholic upbringing? <laughs> <laughs> Let he who is without sin cast the first stone. Yeah, don't know, don't know. What do you mean? There's bear war in the Bible. Are you crazy? <laughs> I read it twice. <laughs> but um, no, but like genuinely, and I, I think there's a, a lot of hypocrisy that takes place. No you know what I mean? Because we will say that. But we're quite happy to trade arms and do things like those deals you know with those the, men there. To simplify it, the bottom line is, into the, the everyday person, is if you get offered two jobs and one's offering you X amount and one's offering you uh, a smaller amount, yeah. which one are you going to go but for? But also, I don't think it's fair for it to fall to an individual to be the conscientious objector when you, as a government or something, have a policy where you're dealing with them, man, anyway. Like, yeah. hold on, why yes. do I need to suffer? Yeah, 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 I'm yeah. not the social experiment. You yes. do your laws yes. and follow them, and me too, I'll follow them. <laughs> so, you know, um, it's an interesting one. So, What do you think, though? Do you think that, uh, as a player, 
uh, Ruben Neves in particular, mm -hmm. who, like I said, don't get me wrong, he's not, I wouldn't say he's a top tier player, mm -hmm. but he's a, he's a good Premier good, League yeah. player. And he could have gone on to have like a great career in Europe still, mm -hmm. where it, you could be highly regarded, mm -hmm. you could win some top trophies, um, or moving across to Saudi Arabia. It's but, a funny and one. Triple, and triple your pay. And we're talking about, this is like creating generational wealth. This is, but it, well, first of all, let me say, generational wealth is lost within the first or second generation. You need to teach your kids to 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 keep it going because they ain't they're gonna they're gonna spend That's their it. Problem, they're gonna they're, they're gonna lose That's it. They're gonna lose it. Plan. But no, but I understand. I understand what you're saying, and I think it's a really interesting thing. And I think I've discussed this with my brother actually. He's really into like sports and whatever else like that. And and he made the point. And I think it's a really interesting one. One injury and you could be out of it. True. You know, so actually go in and get as much money as you can when you can get it because it's, a, it's, a short it's, career it's not well. guaranteed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, again, uh, it's very easy to stand here and go, no, I would do it for the love yeah. and whatever. But actually yeah. when the money's offered on the table yeah. and I don't know what background he comes from, if, you know, this is life-changing money for him, his family or whatever. Yeah it makes sense to kind of go, you know what, let me get what I can because listen, I don't know what's going to happen to you. I'm securing the bag. <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen. In it Because you can always watch La Liga on television. This is you like know? FIFA, yeah. This is what I'm saying, innit? You can play anywhere. Yeah, I've got to walk out. It's fine, don't stuff. worry. You know that? Yeah, of course, of course. So it's, so I think, I, 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 I think there's, I think there's that. I understand if you're, you know, a fanatic, if you're an impassioned football lover yeah. going and, and getting that glory and soaking it in. But you know what, when you're foot brock, that ain't gonna help. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? It's Real like, talk. oh, okay, Real wow. Talk. At least they took pictures of me. Real talk. So yeah, I, I, I think people have to kind of judge the situation on on their own, you know, moral compass and mm. whatever else mm -hmm. for them. And I think we, it's very easy for us to judge and kind of go, well, yeah. I wouldn't do that. Well, how do you know? No one's offering you. Babe. Okay, <laughs> you're not doing it because you can't play football. That's why. Not because you had a choice. So, um, so I, I, I do think it's an interesting one. But I do, and 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 again, you know, you know going back to the conversation that I had with my brother, I think it's interesting, especially because it's true. There isn't anything that's guaranteed. You don't know. Like, you, you, this could happen, and, you know, in a, a year's time, yep. it could all just be over. Yep, yep. And you were like, no, I wanted to go and, you know, really represent football. No, no. but, like, do you know what I mean? So I think people it's, have it's to do fair, whatever, it's yeah. Fair, it's a fair point. It's a very so fair I, point. So I think definitely people have to do what, what, whatever's good for them. One thing I wanted to speak about as well was the transfer of, Declan Rice. Okay. So he went from West Ham. Mm -hmm. uh, he was their captain. Mm -hmm. um, he's recently gone from West Ham to your team. Arsenal. Arsenal. Come on, you got it. Transfer record uh, breaking fee of one hundred and five million. That's what pounds. we do. We break records. <laughs> we break records. You don't break records. You know. You know what's the joke about this? I'm there. We 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 like I'm French, right? But like I haven't watched the match in time. I'm not even gonna lie. We break records. Shouts to us, isn't it? I no, found, but yeah, absolutely huge. Like yeah, that's yeah, a yeah. massive deal. And it is, and it's, and it's funny because you almost think we become desensitized to the numbers yeah, yeah, as yeah, well we when yeah. we have these things. And I yeah. think it's, it's also this thing where, um, yeah, I don't know. Like it's, it's, a, it's an amount of money that I can't even really fathom and whatever. But there's a lot of pressure that comes with that as well. Uh, people will say that there isn't, and like, but there, there totally there is. is. There, there is. I've, I've heard interviews with you know players of yesteryear, and they've said like, yeah, I went for this amount of money. It definitely put pressure on yeah, me yeah. when I went there. Um, it shouldn't because you, you're not in control of how much mm. somebody wants to buy you for. Yeah. Um, but it does because there's an expectation. Absolutely. We've spent so much money on you, yeah. and now we're expecting, yeah. you know, yeah. that to pay off. And and even that, like, 
the anxiety of it and whatever. I don't know. I just think it's a lot. It's a lot of pressure. But I guess time will tell. And and some people rise to that. Some people thrive in that yeah. kind of environment, and, yeah. and and others don't. I think as a you know what I've always found interesting? You've come in for 60 million, yeah? Because because this happens in every workplace. Like, bruv, you know how much he's on, whatever, and he yep. don't do nothing, you get me? <laughs> and, like, what, what happens then? Like, are you, like, so, beefing with them, man? So that's why certain teams and certain um, kind of clubs have a philosophy where they're like, we're not going to go for, like, the top-tier players. Mm. We'll buy the, the, the players that are going to become stars. Mm. Liverpool, my team, tend to buy players that are on the up, Mainly yeah. because they can't compete yeah. in the realms of yeah. Manchester City's and Man United's mm. and whatnot. So they tend to buy players that are about to become yeah. stars. Mm. So that when you buy them, the, the outlay isn't as much. Yeah. And you don't have to worry about like paying astronomical wages. Mm. You can build up to that um, over the course of their contracts. But I, I do think that there must be a certain amount of cohesion that would... Or like incohesiveness, if you like if they've just got a few stars that are in and you are you know you're not on yeah. that. You're not touching that, innit? And <laughs> you you're like... Sprinkle, you can sprinkle, you can sprinkle the fruit. Is it? The yeah, fruit, you yeah. missed that, innit? I passed it to you, what happened? Like, do you know what I mean? Like, I, I'm, I'm going to be like that. I'm going I'm, my, 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 to be, like, a little bit funny about it. I'm going to wake up early so I can hate for longer. But, like, so I do I do think it's it's a really um, interesting thing. And I was actually, I was just trying to think of something. I was. It, it's one of those things that I think... When you're approaching a team, because initially, who was it that started buying a loads of players and they weren't doing nothing, fam? I think Spurs, maybe. A, was a, it when a, they were buying, like, they just were buying loads? Sold, I think they sold, well, it's happened mm. across a number of teams, but I remember there was a time when Spurs sold Gareth Bale to Real Madrid mm. for, like, mm. 85 million. Yeah, yeah. Record at the time. And they, with all that cash, they spent on, you know, five or six, seven players, and none of them really gelled. They bought in too much. Too and, and, and that's the thing as well. And I think, you know, obviously... I'm here for finance, but the psychology of it. And and the reason I say that, because a lot of the, th the time when people ask my opinion on something, whether it's to do with finance or economics or whatever, I'm really interested in, like, behavioural economics. Because there's what you would expect would happen, the pure, you know, if everything, yep. given all of these factors, what will happen. And actually, yep. we're dealing with people. Absolutely. and And we're actually quite irrational as well, you know, yeah. like, in certain things. Yeah. And so it's it sounds great, buying all these stars, and we're just going to have a team full of stars. But... We have egos and we have other things that are, that Absolutely. come into play. And actually, what yeah. you're doing is you could be just setting yourself up for a fail. You're a... Which is why Liverpool don't buy stars. Oh my god! <laughs> because they they don't want to upset the apple cart. Yeah. So if you're if you've got somebody coming in, a bit like at Chelsea, mm. and Mason Mount, he's gone. Well, I'm coming through the academy. I've given Chelsea my absolute all. I'm an England international. I've proved my worth. But you're buying players in my position, mm. but you're not paying me parity. So that's where you get unrest. Yeah, that's where yeah. you get you can mess up. The apple cart, as it were. You're absolutely right. Probably would upset the apple cart. So we're also going to upset the apple cart here because, unfortunately, that is the end of today's episode. We will be back next yes. week. Um, Ricky is going to join me again. 100%. Hasn't been too awful. It's been good, man. Amazing. So um, next week I'm going to be talking about insurance. I know it sounds boring, but hello. Come on, it's going to be great. We're going to talk about insurance, players, clubs, whatever else like that. And it, it does actually get really interesting. But yep. not only that, what do you think is coming up in the next week? Well, obviously loads more transfers. Uh, but I think there might even be a sale of a club, a massive Ooh. club. Maybe Manchester United will be sold in Not that time. Man U. Maybe, wow, maybe, look at maybe. that. So let me just find my eBay login so I can put my bid in. So next week I may own Manchester United. <laughs> Um, it's been a great episode. It's been a pleasure to be here with all of you um, and we'll see you next week.
This episode was produced by Neo Date Evans, Justin Chinieri, and was filmed in Renaissance Studios in Brixton. Kick in the asset. Kick in the asset. Kick in the asset. It's simple mathematics.